Welcome back to the Flatrate Tech Podcast. On today's episode, I talked to a technician that was a dealership tech and decided to go to the independent shop. We talk about how it was, how it is. We also talk about a few other things, some random pranks, stuff like that. Check it out. Hope you enjoy. Oh, that sounds good, man. Sounds okay. perfect. Cool. How's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Good, good. Yeah, so, uh, excited to be on the podcast. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, re- I really enjoy it, man. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I found it like, uh, I don't know, only like three weeks ago or something. And I listened to them all pretty much all the way through. And I was like, fuck, man. This guy's saying exactly what I've been thinking. Like, yeah, my right. Whole career, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I, I've been out here in the garage and uh, I found my old laptop that I did the original recordings on back in 2019 is when I started it. Uh-huh. And I found all these recordings. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to post those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to do the Patreon route, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, I still got the Patreon, but I'm like, eh, I wouldn't pay to watch, listen to a fucking podcast, you know? Well, you know, I, I, you know, yeah, I agree with you, but, you know, for this, I really enjoy it, and I would pay. Yeah. Assuming it's, you know, like five bucks a month or something. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, you know. That's what I said it at. Yeah. I'm not expecting anybody to, any more, any more people to join it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. How much is it going to cost? I had it, one at five and one at ten. Yeah, and what? You just are you going to give up on it already? Or no? I mean, I still got the Patreon, but I don't really do much on it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I just been thinking. I've talked to somebody, and it's just like what I'm worried about is getting pulled in the office. You know what I mean? Yeah, Somebody yeah. finding out it's me, and then I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't say anybody's names. I don't say my dealership's name. Yeah. And you know, I don't do anything wrong, dude. I could it's fucking America, right? That's right. I do whatever I want, man. Yeah. Sue me. Yeah. You ain't get much. <laughs> you ain't getting shit from me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so what's you, what's going on with your S ten that I saw? Uh it's a uh it's a Nissan hard body, actually. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought it was an S10. Okay. No, it's... Uh, I bought it off my brother-in-law. He had it. He was driving it, and then he changed the alternator and then saw a spark, and it never ran again. Oh, nice. So it sat at his house for a year. He tried. He was on the right path to figuring it out, but I bought it off him because he wanted to park his boat in his driveway, so I towed it here. It cost me 400 bucks to tow this thing. Holy shit. Yeah, 50 miles. I was like, damn, dude. What? Start a towing business. Yeah, no kidding, huh? And so I got it here. I messed with it. I couldn't figure it out. Next day, I finally figured it out. Kept blowing the fusible link. And uh, I was like, what the hell's going on? And I found that the wire going to the alternator would was literally touching the alternator, the power wire. Oh, shit. It was oh, it was, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw your... Uh... Your live stream thing on Facebook, your Facebook Live, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The little tongs on the side were hitting the housing. Yeah, so I put a nut under there and lifted it up, and it was fine. And I was like, damn, I fixed it. You know, I'd made my own feasible yeah. link just to keep testing it because I didn't want to keep buying them. I, I blew like literally 40 fuses trying to figure this out. 
And then I posted that I put I took the dashboard and all that out trying to find yeah, the wire. Yeah. But I I did that on purpose. I was taking the dash out for uh, other stuff. Yeah. But uh but then yesterday I was messing with it and the damn thing kept popping again. I'm like, what is going on? So then I started oh, really testing everything and come to find out the alternator's bad. It's shorted inside. So when you oh. ohm from the power post to the actual case on the alternator, it's yeah. reading, you know. So yeah. it's fucked up inside. Uh, oh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, at least I narrowed it down. Yeah, yeah. So you've been, uh, we're recording. By the okay. Way. Uh, okay. So you've been a, you were a dealership tech to start, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've, man, I've been around. I, I started Nissan and uh, I went oh, to two Nissan dealers. Come fix truck for me, dude. Why didn't you send me a message? Tell me what's wrong with this truck, <laughs> You know how many beers it took to figure that out? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw like seven or eight of them on top of that fucking thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did Nissan uh, for two different dealerships for like, I don't know, three years about, something like that. And uh, I mean, I was like almost, I was, I think, two classes away, one or two classes away, Nissan class from a master tech. Uh Seven out of eight ASCs, and I was making eighteen bucks an hour. And I'm like, wow. "Fuck this!" And yeah. then, uh, let's see, when is that? Twenty thirteen. So I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here." And then I went to uh, uh, BMW, and I did BMW about a year. And uh, but I mean, I was way over my head at the time. I was diagnostics. Not I was just not ready for all the shit that BMWs have. So I went to Mini. Uh, I, we have Mini at our dealership, and. Did Mini for a long time. Fucking love Mini. I made some money working on those cars. And uh, in that time period, I went. I moved from California out to Texas. And uh, my dealership out here, uh, Mini wasn't doing so hot. And they closed the dealership. So I got transferred to Infinity. So I was back at fucking Nissan. <laughs> and uh, so I did that for another year and a half or something. And finally, after just, I mean... I can't stand working on Nissan. It's like you're a technician that goes back to doing, uh, to become a lube tech again. You're doing yeah. maintenance all day. Yep. I, uh, I was, I was bored out of my mind and, uh, yeah, I found an independent not too far from me that, uh, is Monday through Friday, 10 minutes away from home. So, I mean, everything worked out for, uh, getting out of the dealership. So the reason you got out of the, basically got out of the dealership cause you're bored of doing maintenance work. And you are yeah. getting paid what you deserve. Yeah. 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 Just, I mean, you know, the buddy system and all that kind of fucking shit. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was getting old. Watching one guy, you know, look up at a ticket that pops up and, and look at the, uh, this pretty much the uh, quote history and see all the declines on it and be like, nah, I don't want that one. Yep. And, you know, just sitting back and then I'm, I try to be honest, so I just fucking grab it up like, fuck this guy, I'll just do it. And, uh, you know, doing that long enough, it, 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 it beats you up and you're like, you know what, I'm fucking done with this. Yeah. I, I, so you, you had electronic dispatching? Yeah. Uh, no, it was basically a ticket popped up and, um, it's pretty much who pulled it first. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Because there's ways around electronic dispatching too, because I've done it myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. 
Dude, but, I mean, some if you're getting a situation where people are just shysty like that, you got to get fucking defensive, and you yeah. got to fucking you got to play the game, dude. Uh, yeah, I, is, man. Uh, yeah, I was sick of it. I was sick of all that crap. I wanted to get out of it. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't so, blame you. Yeah, so at this place, we're just uh, we got a, uh, a service writer that dispatches, but it's his first time doing it, and he don't know what he's doing yet. Uh, so we got to work on that, but I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad working on all sorts of different cars. I do work on some piles of shit, but, uh, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's, some of those guys explained it to me. Uh, it's just nuts and bolts and it's true. I mean, yeah, it is. Know, yep. I did. I, I never really worked on American cars besides my own, but you know, I never really did anything like, uh, you know, any kind of transmission work or any kind of suspension work really on American cars. But I mean, you get in there and just figure it out. It doesn't yeah. take too long. And then it's, yeah, it's all good. It's different, but it's the same shit. You know? Yes, exactly. I was, I was with Honda for 17 years and now yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with Ford, you know, for almost five and it's the same shit. They break more, but it's, the same <laughs> stuff, but it's just different. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. That's exactly right, and it pays way better. Does it? Yes, way yeah. better. Way better schedule. That's why I did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I master, heard- master Honda Tech. You know, I was making money, but I'm not working three Saturdays a month and a Sunday a month. I'm just yeah. not doing it, dude. I got yeah. a family. Exactly. I yeah. I don't. You know, live to work. Yeah, yeah. I would say to some of the guys, I'm not a, a fucking. Uh, a fucking servant to these motherfuckers. That, right. You know, if I fucking die tomorrow doing this shit, they're going to roll my shit out and pull somebody else new in. And they're going to try to remember. They're going to try to keep your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I mean, no, I mean, he, he didn't work here. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, they really don't give a shit. No. They yeah. say they do. And you yeah. know, it's, I wouldn't say the management doesn't give a shit because they do some of them do some of them don't yeah the ones i work with now they care they do whatever they can to help us out yeah but they're you can just see the stress they have because they're getting told what to do from the higher ups from the owners you know what i mean the gms Mm -hmm. and they you you can just tell i gotta hit these numbers you know yeah you can just see it in their face dude it's like they're gonna have a fucking heart attack (laughs) you know yeah yeah, I was in a lucky situation where even, I mean, I was, if I wasn't at Nissan or Infinity, I probably would have considered staying besides the Saturday situation. You know, I was done. I was just done working that. But uh, my company I worked for was really good, really, really good. And I was very happy with them. It's just, I was sick of working fucking Infinity. It was uh, the only two dealers that they had close to me were, uh, Infinity or Lexus, and uh, Lexus would have been better, but I know my uh, my GM wouldn't have let me transfer. Really? Yeah, yeah. Lexus would have been better, but it, it would have been the same shit. I mean, it would have been maintenance and some, you know, warranty work. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much all the import cars. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But the the other thing with Nissan or Infinity, I keep saying Nissan, but Infinity is that the uh, warranty labor times were so poor. They were so terrible where if there wasn't a few, like, you know, the little bit of the gravy stuff that you'd 
you'd find once in a while. Besides that, if you got, you know, complaint cars, you just lose your ass on them all the time. And how I was, was, how was the straight time or, or oh, uh, non-existent? It pretty much sounded like what exactly what your Honda stuff was talking about. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that actually that you wouldn't think of that paid good was rattles because you could run, uh, uh, anything under two hours it was pretty much straight time and you get paid on. So, I mean, there was a few different rattles that you find on the cars that were always kind of the same thing that you could figure out real quick and, and repair real fast. And you just run two hours or 1.9 right, and get right, paid yeah. for it. But besides that, I mean, if you uh, wanted to get anything over that, it was, uh, you got to get a manager to sign off and you got to, uh, do some kind of uh, fill out a form and get it approved the warranty that kind of bullshit. Yeah, that's that's such a pain. They make it hard to make any kind of money when oh, it's yeah. warranty. You know, you know what was crazy with them is that if any kind of wiring repair, you needed to fill out a form, have it sent in to warranty, and have it get approved. Even like a point four wiring repair, whatever it was, it needed to have so much bureaucratic bullshit. And uh, on the back end, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do this for free because I don't want to deal with yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah, I can. I, I've done that before. I've never had to get any wire repairs approved. Uh, yeah, that that's something that Infinity started. I don't know at one point, but were you allowed bullshit. to repair airbag harnesses, SRS harnesses? Uh, no, they would just replace uh, right. wiring harnesses. That's how Honda was, but yeah. at Ford. No, you can repair anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's how uh, Mini was. Mini was similar to what you, you've you been talking about with Ford, where uh, you could just run straight time on stuff, and you could, you know, don't don't let this out, but you can you <laughs> pay pretty good on some of this stuff oh, for yeah. Minis. Uh, yeah, uh, those the newest generation had a real problem where they had a terrible, uh, the AC drain would fold over from the factory. Ooh. Like it was just a crappy design. Sometimes you get a new one and they were half folded over already. But anyways, so in Texas, and that would happen in Florida too, the humidity is so bad, the whole inside of the passenger side of the cabin would just fill up with water to where it would you'd hear it sloshing in the carpet. Yeah. Well, you'd uh, you get paid like three hours to pull up seats and, and the carpet. You get paid for the drain, of course, and there are repairs that they want you to do associated with that. Uh, they want you to clean the evaporator and things like that. And then you'd take out the uh, headliner for an extra five hours because you're supposed to pull the uh, uh, windshield out for that. Jesus. Do yeah. you remove the windshield? No, I, I never removed a windshield. Uh, we had a guy or a company that came out. Right. When the dealership was closing like three weeks beforehand. Uh, we had a guy that would do windshields. Um, one of the other lead techs, okay. he was, he was going on shoulder, shoulder surgery. So I was going to take over. So I bought the tools to do all the windshield stuff. I, I bought, uh, a Milwaukee caulking gun, you know, like the electric one. Right. And I bought this really bitching, uh, tool to pull windshields out spent like a thousand bucks on this stuff and then like three days later the owner of the company comes in and says well we're shutting you down wow 
Yeah, and I hadn't even gotten everything yet, but uh, I was able to return it all. But yeah, I was going to be doing windshields. I had done it before at one of my previous dealers, because uh, at BMW, some BMW dealers, you can do it. And they pay pretty good. They're not bad. Yeah, they pay like four hours CP. Uh, really? Yeah, and they, I mean, honestly, you do them in about an hour and a half or so. It's just like, it, it's probably just like everything else, you know. You When I was... At Ford, we had these dashboards that were warping. Yeah. When they first started, well, they gave me one to do where you pull the whole dashboard out and you separate the you know the dashboard from the frame and then put a new one on there, and put everything back on. Mm-hmm. Well, I got straight time to do one. Oh, and nice! And they just signed right off on it. Nice. Now there's a bulletin on it. Yeah. And they pay six hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You want a good uh, idea of crappy Nissan warranty stuff? Uh, so, or Infinity. So, our dealership, they would love doing dash or uh, airbag recalls because they'd have to pull the dash. And for some models, they could get it covered under warranty. It's even like a 2006 QX or FX, FX30 or something, FX35, whatever it was. Uh, so, I mean, for. Us techs, it sucked because they paid two hours to pull a dash. But for uh, parts department, it was like a three thousand dollars sale for them. So these fucking guys, these these uh, the parts manager would call up little shitty car dealerships based off a VIN number, you know, that the the dealership would post on their websites and see if they had open recalls for these airbags. <laughs> and then they, our dealership would pay to pick them up, tow them over to our shop do the recall and tow them back to them. Yep. Uh, yeah. And to, you know, like totally fuck the tax. Yeah. I don't think that was just your dealership. Oh really? Yeah. I think they're all doing that. Yeah. They're, uh, they got, uh, I know not where I'm at now, but Honda will have a team that just goes out and goes to customers houses and does airbags. Oh, offsite. Yeah. No shit. With, with a manager or a district representative from Honda would go with them too. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. But if there was money in those dashboards, they would have did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard of that before. It's you ever heard of a, uh, <laughs> you know, how every shop's looking for technicians right now, right? Oh yeah. Like they'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. Well, I've heard, I'm not going to say any names, but a dealership sent another dealership, same brand. They sent them like 10 pizzas for the technicians. And on the, on the boxes of pizza, it said, if you, we'll pay you $10 more an hour than you make now if you come work for us. No shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They still hiring? Yeah, they are. <laughs> Everybody's hiring. That oh, is that's some, funny. That's some crazy shit. That's but wild. That, that dealership they sent it to ended up getting sold. So I think they knew that was happening. Oh, okay. So they're okay. like, fuck it. Let's just try it. Yeah. yeah. And they got some text too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that will work for them because I mean, if they're getting ready to get sold, they're not going to retaliate or anything. They're going to exactly. be like, fuck it. They took a chance and got yeah. some texts. Cause that's yeah. the only way you get texts now is taking them from other dealers. Yeah. Yeah. So, honestly. So the independent world, I know nothing about it. Yeah. One of well, my main questions is warranty work. Like how do you guys have your own like warranty? Like yeah. If you do a repair on a car with 80,000 miles, you warranty it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah, we warranty our stuff for, uh, 
three years or 36,000 miles, I believe. Wow. Uh, so if you do the repair again, uh, you get paid the same. Really? Yep. CP rate. Yeah. It's all paid by the, uh, manufacturer of the part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does the owner of your, the company you work for now, does he work there? Is it like a really small business or is it like, so, uh, so it is a franchise. Okay. Uh, it's a smaller franchise, but it's a, it's, it's a pretty good one. Uh, it's as close to a dealership as you could get. It kind of has a, it, I wouldn't say it has a dealership feel, but as far as a technician, they have a lot of support for you as far, like a dealership does. Okay. Uh, we have all sorts of, uh, scan tools and programming capabilities like a dealership does. What, what do you have? The Ford IDS? Yes. Yeah. We have that too. We got wow. that. Uh, you have the FDRS? We, uh, I think so. It's for the newer vehicles. I think we do. If we don't, we have access to it. Uh, where the home office has everything and uh, they can overnight it to us and we use it and then uh, we send it back. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like all the big three. We have all their stuff. Uh, and then we have uh, iScan 3, which is a, a J box where you could use it for a bunch of import stuff too. But then we have all their software, but a lot of it's online now. Like you need the J box, but then everything else you buy coupon or tokens online through the individual manufacturers websites. And you don't actually need like software like you used to. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, like going into it. I was thinking, fuck, we're going to be sending everything out to get programmed. But uh, I mean, we really don't. So you guys can cut and program keys? Uh, we can't cut keys. I, I'm not really sure. We we haven't really. I I personally have not dealt with keys that much there. But uh, you can do PCMs. Yes. When you got to reprogram PCMs. Yes. PCMs. TCMs. BCM, yep. That. That's yep. cool. Yeah, it depends on the manufacturer. Like Nissan, uh, we can only do PCM. Uh, Nissan's really picky, but. Most of the other manufacturers, we could do a lot. But yeah, where, what was the start of the question? I forgot. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I remember uh, my oh, last podcast. Okay. Yeah. So it's a small shop. So it's a franchise owner. And uh, it's kind of the best, best kind of outcome because this guy was not in the car industry before. He was a salesman for Cisco Systems. He sold computer software for 30 years or something uh but he's a good guy he's not a scumbag uh which is really nice to work for yeah and uh i mean like if i get stuck with some bullshit stuff where you know i'm gonna lose my ass on something or it's something where they're not gonna pay for the second diag for something for or they're not gonna make the customer pay for the second diag he'll pay me on the back end uh, so, uh, he's a really good guy to work for. Yeah. I can't really have any complaints on that side. That's good. Yeah. You know, what sucks is fucking parts. Parts is a real motherfucker. Yeah. That was my next question. How, where, and how do you guys get parts and what parts do you use? AutoZone? No. How does that uh, work? I mean, they use, we have an O'Reilly's and an AutoZone very local, like five minutes away. And we use it for like whatever you'd expect, uh, 
an auto zone to be used for, you know, like a quick, easy something where we don't need like a specific part. But I mean, we're not like putting AutoZone O2 sensors on cars or anything. Right. We're, uh, we use WorldPack and XL parts. So we have a lot of OEM parts that we can get. And OEM, oh, one second, dude. Okay, where was I? Uh, parts. What, yeah. what parts do you use? Okay, yeah. So XL and, and uh, at WorldPack. And um, we get a lot of OEM supplier parts that we can use and i mean a lot of it we could get within two or three hours but the problem is the compatibility issue where like the service riders won't get the right part because they're the ones who uh order the parts really yeah yeah you don't have a parts department no 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 we don't have a parts department so the service riders uh are the parts department too so like the guy who's dispatching now he was a dealer rider so uh, that's all new to them. So there's still some hiccups with that. Uh, but I mean, that's the biggest thing is you like, I'll give you an example. So I had a Toyota uh, Aleza or something like that. I forget what the damn things was called. A front wheel drive Toyota sedan. And uh, it had an axle that was bad or the CV boot was leaking or something. So, okay, we'll get a CV boot or CV axle. So we get it from... Uh, whatever whatever the fuck and try to put it in well it's completely wrong like it won't go into the transmission i could see there's the shaft or the splines are completely wrong and it has a a nub at the end another half inch or something not gonna work okay let's get another one well we ended up going through five jesus and uh we even got one from toyota and it was still incorrect. And we're like, you know, what the fuck is this? Did they put a transmission from the wrong year model car in this thing? Or what, you know, what happened here? So we ended up in that situation. We had to send the axle out to get rebuilt. Uh, and after that happened, I mean, we're all good. But I mean, that's some of the horror stories you can get is like you take a car apart, try to put the part in and it's fucking wrong. Yeah. Did and you ever you- figure out what the deal was with that? No idea. You just didn't give a fuck. You just fixed it and shit. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not here to, I'm not, this is a fucking CSI or anything. (laughs) Yeah. You guys don't have any of that at the independence. That's nice. Yeah. I can't believe you don't have a parts guy. (laughs) That's crazy. So your advisors actually work for their money. Uh, I want to go that far. You know, they're sitting in there most of the time kicking back or come. I mean, dude, I try to put a podcast, uh, on my headset and, and, uh, and, you know, just start working away. Yeah. Fuck. I can't get through two minutes before somebody's coming and talking to me about something. Oh, that's aggravating. Yeah. It's like, I got a guy that works across from me. He's new and that's all I do is I listen to Joe Rogan and yeah, you know, a fighter and a kid and shit like that. And I constantly have him in my ear Yeah, and he's just wanting to talk and talk and talk. It's like, dude, shut up, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no parts guy. That's no, that's still crazy. How no. many techs you guys got working at that shop? That one. So, uh, we're in our slow season right now. I mean, summer's really busy, but, uh, we're down to four techs right now. Uh, one guy, he travels really far away. He's got like an hour and a half drive for whatever reason he wants to do, but he passes 
one of our other stores that's not owned by our owner, since it's a franchise, he my owner only owns one, but my owner kind of lends him out to this closer store to him. So it kind of works out in his favor. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And I, but I've heard that store is just a fucking mess. Like apparently if, if you pull a car out, uh, and go road test or whatever, one of these other fucking assholes will just pull into that stall Ooh. like they own the place. And Ooh. I'm like, dude, I'd be fighting people in the parking lot every day, dude. How no many kidding. stalls do you get? One. One. How many One. lifts are in the whole shop? Uh, eight or nine, something like that. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. Uh, so we have seven regular stalls, an alignment bay, and a heavy truck lift, which you can't put a, a small car on that lift. Right. Oh, yeah. You know that because you're a Ford. You get those fucking big ass things. Uh, we do fleet. Yeah. That's where the money's at. Yeah. Yeah. They have so- no choice but to fix it. <laughs> when you got a truck that comes in there with a big crane on it, yeah, that truck started off at eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, then they added you know one hundred and fifty grand worth of hydraulics and cranes and all yeah. the toolboxes. So that truck's expensive, man. They gotta fix it. Yeah, that's that's you know at Honda, you just got some guy pulling in there that doesn't give a shit, just wants his oil change. Yeah, doesn't care his brakes are fucking glowing red, yeah. metal to metal. You know. Yeah. Uh, so what is your specialty that you do at Ford? Coming from Honda, doing everything. Yeah. Like I can do anything and I do small recalls and I do brakes and whatever I sell on the car. But uh, mainly any ticket that has comes to me. I okay. do. If it's something else I can knock out, I'll knock it out. If not, it goes to somebody else. Yeah. So you do you have the option of doing other stuff too on the yeah, car? Yeah, I could, I could do whatever I want. If I want to do a transmission, I can do that. I can do steering, suspension, whatever. If I but ain't if got it, no work, I can do anything. Okay, but if it's bullshit, you just ship it off to somebody else? I try not to. I don't yeah. want to be that guy. I do whatever yeah. I can. But how many, how many people are those guys? What do you mean? That just ship what they don't want to to other people. A lot. <laughs> I might have said this on another episode, but we're, you know, Nissan. Yeah. You guys did everything, right? Infinity, you did everything. You did a rattle and you did an engine and next. Oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's all I've well, experienced. But I know like uh, Dodge and Ford and I don't know if Chevy does that where they uh, do specialized stuff. I, I believe they do. But uh, when I first started at Ford and they told me, you're going to do fucking sweet. You know, I'm yeah. in Florida. It's yeah. It's a Ford. They always break down. Yeah. Uh, but I had another guy come up to me and say, Hey, can you show me how to use? I'm nice. Like, how long you been working here? 10 years. What? You don't know how to use a fucking. You don't know how to press like three buttons. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like simple. Yeah. That's the thing about the independent is we have like no waiters. That's uh, a really nice thing. Yeah. Uh, we got a quick loop guy. So all he does is oil change and state inspections. And uh, so we get everything else. The Diags are actually pretty good because an electrical Diag, they do an hour. Uh, engine stuff, they do an hour. Suspension's a half hour. But they'll actually pay it. It's not like at my prior dealerships where they're like, you don't get paid for it. Or 
you know, you got to roll it into your repair kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, dude, that's what Honda was doing. Yeah. Rolling it in. It's like, dude, yeah. no, I still had to figure it out. Yeah. You going to pay for all these, this time that, you know, I put into this car? Yeah. The years of experience it took for me to figure out what's wrong with this? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's. Yeah. Yeah, and, and all the money you've invested in tools yeah. to be able to get to that point. Shit, man. Crazy. I know. Yeah, that's the funniest thing about this industry is the most underappreciated thing is diagnosis. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that they send us to school for and expect yeah. us to have in certifications and ASEs and all that. Yeah. Dealerships that I've worked at, only one was pushing for ASEs. And that was because we bitched, we all wanted raises and he's put out a fucking form saying you had to have this, 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 and this, this ASE, mm-hmm. this much training to get another dollar. Yeah. You know, but every other dealership, they don't give a shit about ASEs. Yeah. Independence. I believe you guys do because that's really, you can't go to train with Nissan. You can't go train with Ford or Toyota. No, no. Uh, like I said, where we have uh, a lot of support, uh, they do actually have training stuff that they could do through my company. And I did one of them, and it kind of explains the programming for the different manufacturers, but it was all online. And I mean, you really got to do it yourself, you know, hands on. So I pretty much came out with nothing because, wow. uh, yeah, because of COVID. COVID, you guys have to wear masks? No, fuck no, man. This is the free country, dude. This is <laughs> Texas. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, we were told that we had to watch a video and they said that, you know, they're trying to push any company that has more than 100 employees. You got to have be vaccinated and or tested every week. I said, well, fucking you're going to be testing me every week. Yeah, I'm not getting that shit. Yeah, I was thinking in my head, I was like, I wonder if other states, they're going to do the same thing. And I wonder how many techs are going to leave and go to independent shops. Because they don't employ so many people and they're not going to push it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I, yeah, I've heard about a lot of places where they try to implement that shit and they just get massive pushback and they're like, yeah, you know what? We're not going to do that now. Yeah. That's the way it should be. You got to fight back, man. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily they, so at my place, uh, the guy's wife is, uh, pretty liberal and she's really kind of pushed it, uh, maybe not push, but maybe a little nudge, but it, they can't make us and they know it and they've told us that we can't make you, but we really would like you to do it. But yeah, yeah, we don't have to. Yeah. But I did get it. I got it in fucking August and it was miserable, man. What you got the, the COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. think I had it. I, I, I was sick. My wife was sick and my daughter was sick. Yeah. We waited. Then we went and got tested and we all didn't get it. Yeah. But we felt like we had it. We didn't lose smell or anything. And then my son got it like three weeks after that. Mm-hmm. And he lost his sense of smell, sense of taste for like two months. Yeah. And he got tested and had COVID, but we never got sick after that. So okay. we had to have had it. Yeah. Yeah. You could get the antibody test and check. Uh, yeah. yeah we, uh, my wife got it. We went out for my birthday. We got it from, she got it from friends of ours. And then we had a, the baby was six weeks old at the time. He got it. And then I wow. got it. 
the baby, luckily, he kicked it in two days. It was no big deal for him, but it fucking kicked my ass, man. I was really? sick. Oh, dude, I was sick for like day 12. I was still sick, and I went back to the doctor, and they sent me to get a chest x-ray, and they're like, yeah, you got pneumonia now. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, so they put me on antibiotics, and like 24 hours after that, I started feeling way better. But yeah, it was like 14 days. Damn. Yeah. Have you sucked. ever had the flu? Oh, yeah. Is it like that? Uh, so for me, I got, this is, this is a medical podcast. Now we're doctors. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got chills. I never have fever, but I got chills real bad. And I mean, the worst part was I can't, I couldn't fucking rest. I had the baby dude. I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah. Six week old baby. So he's, he's waking up every two to three hours every, you know, throughout the night. Yeah, he don't give a shit that you're sick. Fuck no, because he's sick too, and he felt like shit too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was miserable, but I mean, shit, it's done with. Yeah, if you're wore out, I heard, if you're wore out. it. Oh, yeah, that's what it, it was. It makes it worse on you. So if you're waking up all the time, dealing with your baby, and yeah. you know you don't get rest, then it's just going to kick your ass. Oh, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, because I, I'm, I'm 37. I'm healthy. It should have been no problem at all, but. I mean, it got my wife bad. It got me bad. And then our friends that uh, we got it from, it kicked their ass too. And really? She, I mean, this was, I got it in early September. I still don't have my smell back. Damn, really? Yeah. Dude, I haven't been able to smell a fart for months. Oh, that's, that's, I don't know. That's pretty I mean, good, right? I don't, maybe you, it, I enjoy my own farts. <laughs> you don't? Yeah, oh, of course, dude. Yeah, I I'm mean, trying to work one out right now. <laughs> Getting a real good one. Too bad. Like, oh, I'm about to fucking destroy my wife right now. You know. Yeah, and then you shit your pants. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> too, bad, too bad COVID didn't take hearing away, so you didn't have to deal with rattles. Yeah. You know. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore, dude. I'm at the independent. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's going to be a new symptom of the whatever the next fucking virus yeah. is that comes out. Is you yeah. lose your hearing, so. I can't do rattles anymore, buddy. Yeah. I can't hear shit. What? So uh, I wanted to kiss your ass for a second and tell you, dude, your fucking memes are on point. I get that a lot. Those things are so fucking funny. That one you did with Walter White on there. <laughs> I don't even know who Walter White is, dude. Uh, oh, oh, you don't from Breaking Bad? When oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. That was I laughed my fucking ass off when I saw that thing. <laughs> They just pop out. It, yeah. it, that's really? just, they're hard to come up with, man. Hey, that's man. why I, I cut them down to like one or two a day now. You should. I do one once a week or something. So it's, so I had a stack going, you know. Yeah, you're throwing them out. Yeah, it's they're hard to come. I have two I made today, and it took me a while. Yeah, and then I finally they popped into my head, and I'm gonna post one tomorrow and one the next day, and hopefully I'll come up with some more. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to do those memes, man, because I don't want to do them like everybody else, and then I have to put my name on them. Yeah, because people steal them. And Who's it's like, stealing them? Well, my best one, yeah, that's what got most of my followers. It was that. Oh. It was that one where it's these two guys, and it's like a bubble. And it says, hey, man, I haven't seen you in a while. And then the other guy says, no, I won't work on your car. Yeah, yeah. That's the like the one. That one blew up. Nice. It's got over like 2 million views or something like that. Nice. And I was sitting in my bathroom at work taking a shit, and I made that. And I was like, ha, that's funny. And yeah. I just posted it. 
And then it was just, my phone was just blowing up, dude. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? And then all these other people took it. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And then took it. And I'm like, damn, dude, give me a shout out or something. Yeah, that's you fucked know? up. So that's why I put all my, I tag them all. Yeah. A lot of people don't steal them anymore, but yeah. car dealership life. I don't think they did. It was some other one. Dealership technician life, oh. taking a couple. But they posted the ones that actually have my yeah my brand or whatever you want to yeah. call it on there yeah those uh, those fucking memes though dude you uh, i laugh my ass off on <laughs> thanks uh yeah car dealership life has some pretty good stuff too yeah i want to get that guy on here yeah i don't know who he is but he said that he left i forgot what it was i was gonna send him a message but i was on my regular page and i almost posted it oh and that would have really fucked me yeah so but when i go on my flat rate tech podcast page i can't message people oh really unless they accept messages from a business page or whatever it's called uh, so i want to get a hold of them and have them on here yeah just and make then a fake one yeah i could i guess yeah zero followers hey come on my podcast yeah <laughs> i'll just i mean just explain to them hey you know this is flat rate tech podcast i can't get on you because you don't accept business messages bam or maybe listeners can send them messages. Oh, yeah, there you go. Come on here. There you then, go. Then That's he can better. shoot me a message. There you go. Now you're thinking. I want to hear his story, man. Yeah. You know, I don't have to. I don't say any names. I don't know who the hell you are. I don't know yeah. who any any names I ever said on this podcast are all made up anyways. Yeah. But I'd like to have him on here, and there's a couple other people I want to get on here. Yeah. But, and uh, I list, what other podcasts you listen to car-wise? Uh... So I started, I mean, not very many. You're the only one I really listen to. I did recently get, uh, you were on with those two guys that, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. ASOG. Yeah. ASOG. Yeah. yeah. I started listening to them. They've got some good stuff on there. It's, I mean, it's, it's more oriented towards owners, but, uh, I mean, there's still some relevant stuff for us on there. Yeah. Those guys are smart, man. Yeah. Uh, how they I ended up are. on, how I ended up on theirs is, uh, I listened to them. I asked him, I sent him an email and said, hey, I didn't realize it was from my podcast email, but mm -hmm. I sent it anyways and said, hey, do you do you have an episode where if somebody wanted to start a shop, start their own shop, a technician, how to start it? And they just wrote me back and said, hey, you want to be on the podcast? We'll do an episode. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to start my own shop. I already did that a long time ago as on the yeah. side and I don't want to do it, but I entertained it and went on their podcast. And yeah. They did all the talking, as you can tell. <laughs> I just sat there and just kept drinking beers. I was like, oh, whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but they're good guys. Yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, they seem like they are. There's another one, uh, Customer States. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Oh, I didn't hear about that one. There's some guys in, it's like five people or something like that in uh, California. Yeah. They're, that's a pretty good podcast. They, okay. I'll, we're probably gonna, I'll probably be on theirs here soon. I was just chatting with them earlier uh, yesterday. That's a good one there. Other than that, I don't know. The other ones are just seem like like commercialized, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I really haven't listened to any others, so I don't, you know, have a comment on it, really. But, uh, so, hey, I wanted to tell you one thing. So, when I was out in California, uh, being a tech out there, they kind of do a cool thing out there, which they don't do anywhere else. Because you're basically like a contracted employee, because you provide your own tools, the state of California mandates that you get paid 
double minimum wage for idle time. So if you're sitting there doing nothing and you're on the clock, they got to pay you for it. Really? Yeah. Like, so if I'm sitting here and I wrote up a bunch of recommendations on a car and turned them in and I'm waiting. Yeah. You get paid? Yeah. 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 So you get there on Monday morning and you get a ticket till 11 a.m. Ideally, you would get paid for that. Now, if it's it only works if you flag under what your clocked in hours are. Oh, okay. But I mean, if you're not getting hours, like, man, the shop that I was at, they didn't know about this. This is kind of like an unheard of law for a while. Uh, where like there was speculation that it was a real thing, but you know, we're a bunch of dumb technicians. We don't fucking know lawyers or anything. Yeah. Uh, I might know one here soon, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I'm working at this dealership for, I don't know, two years or something. And it's a place where there's probably three too many technicians or so. There's like 13 guys, something like that. Basically, if, if you're, you're sitting there with no work and you're like, hey, can I go home? You know, it's it's like four o'clock. I don't have anything to do. I haven't done anything anything for the last three hours. And they're like, no, you got to stay here. Well, they fucking bit themselves in the ass. And uh, some guy got pissed off and he ended up quitting right then and there. And he called a lawyer and started a whole class action lawsuit against this dealership and took them for like $200,000 or something. Nice. Oh yeah, dude, we all got a piece. I had already left by the time that happened, but, uh, I got a check for a or so. Nice. Yeah. But some guys have been there for years and they got a check for like, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some guy got screwed though. Apparently he was, he was working under a fake social security number. Uh, you know, legal dude, and uh, he got fucking canned for it. Well, that's what's supposed to happen, though, right? Yeah, but he was a fucking good guy, though. I felt bad yeah, for him. A he lot was of a Lamar, man. That's yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he was a good dude, and, and he had worked there for like eight years. He had been in the states forever. Yeah, it was kind of a fucked up situation. That sucks. Yeah, and he got fucked out of all that money. <laughs> yeah, that that really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys get a? Uh, like Christmas bonuses or anything at your, at the independent job? Yeah. 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 I'm telling you, man, this guy treats us good. I mean, I'm in a good situation. A lot of places aren't like this, but, uh, we had a, a little company event thing at his house and he had this bitchin' house and, uh, had dinner for us. And then, uh, my wife and I, we wanted to go take off and see some friends and go catch that last of a UFC fight. So we, uh, we ducked out a little early and his wife stopped us real fast and said, oh, here, gave us an envelope, 500 bucks in it. Wow. Yeah. And I'd only nice. been working there since May. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So they're good to us. Uh, another thing that he did is, uh, so I was supposed to start on a Monday in May, come to find out it's Memorial Day. So uh, he says, you know, we're closed that day. Uh, so I'm just going to pay you for the day. Haven't wor- hadn't stepped a sh- a, in the shop yet. And he's really? already paying. Yep, already paying me for the first day. Wow. Yeah. So there are good places like that out there that you could find. They're just you got to look. Yeah, that's that's what I've been saying, man. I've been yeah. at five different dealerships. Yeah. Or one, two, three, four. Yeah, five. Yeah. I've been at this, uh, one twice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, some of them are good. I mean, we can make a lot of money doing this job. Yeah. The money's out there. 
You find the yeah. right dealership, the right management, you're going to make money. You're going to make that six figures a year that everybody shoots for. Yeah. And there's people at my shop that make well over six figures. Nice. I'm talking 180 hours a week. Fuck, man. Yes. And yeah, that's the one thing is I don't have hours here. It's, I mean, you just can't get a good flow going because of all the uh, bullshit you got to deal as far as like an old shit car that breaks down a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you're trying to replace a valve cover or something and you go to put it back together and the PCV valve fucking breaks, you know, like the the tube ones that breaks and you're like, fuck, do I wait for this part or do I just electrical tape up this motherfucker real quick? (laughs) Try to get it out. And we had a guy that uh, super glued an intake back together. He busted the intake and it came back. <laughs> <laughs> so we call him Super Glue. Nice. That's his fucking nickname. Yeah. It's funny. Everybody's fucked something up and tries to fix it. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't come back and you're good. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you're like- it's the uh, next guy's problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's part of the job. Hey. Uh so what's some of the good pranks that you, I remember one of the podcasts back, you were talking about good pranks, good shop pranks. Mm. Well, oh, let me think. We uh, saran wrapped, we used to call my buddy R2D2. <laughs> He's a short chubby guy. And we saran wrapped his whole toolbox. And we took all these boxes from parts and saran wrapped them on there. I mean, it was like a whole huge roll of saran wrap. And we put R2-D2 pictures all over it. And (laughs) and then we left it there. We did that to him. He wasn't happy. We had another guy that used to, a parts guy used to fuck with him. And uh, he ended up, or the I can't remember exactly how this worked out. No, he used to fuck with the parts guy. Well, the parts guy got pissed off and took a hose and filled his whole toolbox up with water. What? Yeah. Put it oh. in the top drawer, turned the hose on, and just let it sit there and run. And oh, went back dude. in the parts. Oh, dude. Yeah. Rusted everything. Ruined the toolbox. It was a company toolbox, but all the tools inside got <laughs> ruined. So what they do that, dude? Uh, nothing. What did the tech do? Yeah, they almost got into a fight. On the side of the dealership, but it oh. got broken up. Oh, yeah. dude! And then That's... we got the the gay stickers on bumpers, yeah. the rainbow flags. The yeah. uh, you tie a bunch of shit to a string, tie it to their bumper, and throw it <laughs> under their car. So when they don't see it, and then they drive away, and they're dragging fucking cans and yeah. you know coolant jugs and shit behind yeah. the car. Yeah, I got home one day and I had a. Uh, uh, Princess Sophia Disney Channel fucking lunchbox on my trailer hitch. There my you fucking go. truck. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's fun, man. You can't yeah. mess with anybody anymore. Yeah. That's what sucks, man. This job used to be fun. Uh, do you know how to do glove balls? Make glove balls? No. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll have to email you how to do this. So you yeah. basically, you grab one glove with the other one and fold them into the other. And then you basically uh, twist it up a, a, so it has a little ball at the end and keep folding it over and folding it over so you get this little tight ball. So this thing's like impervious to damaging anything in the shop. You can't, you can hit a fucking car all day and you won't damage it, but you fucking nail people with these fucking things <laughs> from halfway across the shop. Oh, dude, it's a good time. Oh, uh, shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. We used to light fireworks off and people when they're in the bathroom <laughs> in the shop. Smoke bombs, MAs, yeah. bottle rockets, and uh, those, uh, what are those candles that shoot out? Oh, Roman candles. Roman candles. What? Yeah. Roman candles yeah. in the shop? Oh, yeah. Fun. Can't do that anymore. Yeah. Now it was uh, the latest bomb experiment we did was uh, when you put a hole in the lid of a coolant jug and then you put a f- air fitting on it and you put it behind somebody's toolbox and you just oh, fill it up dude. with air and it explodes. Yeah, those are great. That, those yeah, are that sounds loud. like a bomb going off. Yeah. Yeah, so we, uh, I worked in the shop where we had these fucking goof-offs that dig that kind of shit where they – they never work. They fucked off all day. Yeah. Well, they they do it with twenty ounce bottles, and uh, they do the same thing: pop a hole in the lid, put an air nozzle in there, and fucking nail it. Yeah. Uh, and do it in a trash can, so the trash can would fucking catch all the shrapnel. Right. Well, that shit would go so fucking hard; it would like superheat the plastic, and once in a while, it would blast through the trash can. Really? Oh, dude, it's wild. We had a, uh, right before I started, you remember, have you ever heard of them taking a spark plug wire or a wire and going from the spark plug underneath the seat? You know, when you <laughs> car on, it shocks you. I know. That's well, fucking great. They did that and this guy had gas on him. Oh shit. And he sat in the car and was t- cranking it over and got shocked and lit on fire, dude. Oh fuck. Everybody in the shop on fire and nobody was <laughs> he was ripping all his clothes off he was literally burning Holy in the shop shit, and they were dying laughing they're fucking hardcore oh dude that is fucking <laughs> bad oh uh, shit oh i've never heard of that one yeah yeah but i did i did have that happen something similar happened to me so like i'm i'm probably like 18 I don't, I, I, I didn't start working, uh, as a tech till I was like 25 or something. So I just, I was learning at the time. Right. So I, I had an old Toyota MR2 and a buddy of mine, we're, we're at the, uh, trunk where the engine is on those things and, uh, cars running. And my buddy goes, Hey, see that wire right there? Pull that thing off. Fucking coil wire. man. <laughs> and that thing nailed me like 10 times before it. Shut off the car. Yeah, oh, dude, man. That shit hurts. Yeah. I left the key on and I was changing the igniter in a uh, Civic and that shit lit me up. I was standing on my toes. Oh, shit. Yeah, it fucking lit me up, dude. I was like, what the hell just happened? I went in there and the key was still on. I'm like, shit. Fuck. Don't do that again. Yeah. Yeah, we had, we had a guy that would walk around and ask people, ask the new guys if he could see their dick. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he was nuts. He, he would do all kinds of weird shit, man. Yeah. I can't even say it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're we, like, "What the fuck, man?" I was a foreman at the time. They're like, "Dude, if that guy asked me to see my dick again, <laughs> I'm gonna punch him in the face." I said, "Yeah, you do that, buddy." Yeah, yeah, you do that. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. That's a one of the. I mean, that tells you like the the kind of people that we work with just fucking savages dude yeah dude it makes it fun yeah that's why we don't work in an office that's why we're not advisors yeah that's why we don't work at grocery stores yeah, customer asking you stupid questions yeah yeah you that's know? why we don't talk to customers that's why i do this podcast is because i can't talk like this yeah to text 
You know what I mean? Yeah. One of that new guy that keeps fucking running his mouth when I got my headphones in, me and him click really good. We we sit there and fuck around. Yeah. But other people, I've messed with them, and they're they like look down and walk away. It's like, dude, that was funny. You don't think that was funny? Yeah. <laughs> you know, calm down, man. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have fun at work, or else it just makes them miserable. Yeah, that's. Or else you just got to listen to podcasts all day. Fucking. That's what I'm saying. The past (laughs) five years, it's been head headphones in my head and in my ears, and just listen to podcasts. All right. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to be a guest on the Flat Rate Tech Podcast, send me an email to flatratetechpodcast at gmail dot com. If you want to help support the show, spread the spread the news, spread the podcast, share it. Follow on Facebook, Flat Rate Tech Podcast. Follow on Instagram, Flat Rate Tech underscore podcast. You can also check me out sometimes on Twitch at Flat Rate Tech underscore podcast. Thanks for listening. Catch y'all next time.